0: The Tag Team Podcast is now on Alexa via the Anypod app to use. Just say, Alexa, open Anypod. Anypod at your service. Ask me to play a podcast. Play the Tag Team Podcast. Now playing the Tag Team Podcast. You're listening to the Tag Team Podcast, the podcast that is a WWE Network companion, currently covering 1985 WWF Tuesday Night Titans. And now here are your Tag Team Podcast hosts, Jeff Jones and John Burke.
1: Greetings, I'm John Burke. Hola, I'm Jeff Jones. What is new?
2: New computer again. Woohoo.
1: And I'm getting in shape. No longer going to be a circle. There's our shapes. I'm just saying
2: indeed hips don't lie right yes that's starting to consume my life you and tony atlas will be battling it off in pool downs in no time oh yeah that's more of a kemp i guess my trainer is you pushing back vans oh yeah kicking babies pushing back vans definitely Then still bars with your neck yeah with the towel yeah yep that's what we do man awesome man then still and break stuff just stay away from mcdonald's oh yeah we're banned that's for sure <laughs> especially in certain areas yeah that's uh... that's all that's new with me anyway hoping for a better year and get to going on and moving on through 1985 and moving up to 1986 to see what awesome stuff gets kicked off
1: go down there man not even a quarter the way done with the season i'm excited yeah you can be excited we got wrestlemania coming up so yeah can't wait wonder who wins also what i remember even from watching it multiple times before we even started this was it's just hilarious it's so low budget and what it is now and just it's like an indie show almost so i think we'll enjoy breaking it down when the time comes
2: you know one thing i did notice well, i'll save that for later for a future episode i'll save that one have to listen folks
1: suspense
2: yeah yeah the ultimate teaser i want to don't want to break that out quite yet. I ain't ready. Understandable, man. Gotta tease him. Maybe in the next two episodes, I'll break it out. Sure. Chief J
1: Strongbow for the season. Good job. Yes. That we do it. That we do it. Well, I hadn't been doing much. Getting ready for a move, location, and work. Looking forward to that somewhat. Not looking forward to losing my space. Cause as you know, I got a nice big space where I'm at, but looking forward to the change in scenery.
2: Oh yeah. Remember to tell me about that. Make sure when you get there, you look in your drawer. Okay. Let's just say it's a uh, woo invitation. Rick Flair. All right. So you move moving the next day you work or? Yeah, I'm going to be. They're going to give you some time off. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> what? Grievance from leaving?
1: No. I was hoping to be able to do it my last day of the week for this week, but it was short notice and you have to have more notice to get boxes. So I should hopefully have them Sunday. If not, I guess I'm just putting stuff in my car, keeping it there until the next day.
2: Okay. So you're going to pack up Sunday night than move in Monday morning.
1: Yep, that's the new plan. All right. Hopefully that goes good. I'm not too worried about getting stuff out. I'm more worried about getting stuff in and people at the new location be like, hey, what are you doing with all that?
2: Don't worry about it. If you did your job, I will not be down there having to do my job. (laughs) All right, get moving. Don't kick the rocks.
1: And the transportation won't be as easy as it is getting it out because of all the hassle of getting to the new location inside the building and all that. It's not as simple as taking it out. I see multiple trips in my future, most
2: likely. If you pack it right, I think you, Get
1: it in about five. I don't know. I'm definitely going to be using my Tetris skills. I'm going to try to get it in two, but we'll see. I am not working out, so I might not be able to do that. I don't have any feats of strength there. We'll
0: see. <audio plays> I'm loving it.
2: Is that your anti working out theme? That's my uh, not Kenny McDonald's Patera theme. Oh, okay. Close enough. Yeah. Oh, trust me. After week one of working out, you won't want to lift nothing. Yeah, I remember those days of just
1: getting started. Lact of acid, feel yeah. the burn it's like i can't lift or it it's just to lift my arm and i don't need a weight inside of it to do anything exactly yeah
2: yeah it sucks but hey you gotta do it yeah or die a miserable death long run it pays off
1: just have to get out of the the beginning stages to make it start to feel like you're doing stuff
2: oh yeah can't wait so
1: keep us updated
2: man well if i'm no longer on the podcast <laughs> you know what I mean. Did make that long run.
1: I need to find Bosley again. I think he's still on vacation. I forgot to tell him when to come back. I might have to fill in for you. Hopefully not. Yeah, let's hope not.
2: But hey, we'll see what happens. So you ready to do some recapping on episode 21? That... Not- I am.
0: Previously on the Tag Team Podcast.
2: Episode 21, February 1st of the good year of 1985. We start the show off with Mr. Fuji and Don Morocco. They paired up Don Morocco with Mr. Fuji to give him more of a vicious, angry look. Because he's just really a a fat, out of shape surfer with flip-flops that don't know how to dress. And then we cut to a tape of him. They say it's him. I don't personally think it's him surfing. I got I had some skills. We'll let you decide of that. Next, we move to an interview with Hillbilly Jim's Granny Kim. Say that three times fast. <laughs> and we see Granny Kim with the bloodhounds and also the good old-fashioned haystacks. Much for that couch. I'm going to
1: say they did that one wrong. It was just Hillbilly wrestling uh, attire.
2: speaking of wrestling tires hillbilly jim versus terry give big t after that we come back and we have Kim Pater, big john stud versus andre the giant and sd jones we don't really need to say what happened but you know they don't call him special delivery for nothing the next up, we have one of our favorite guests, Bobby Heenan, and he wanted to send the message out to every wrestler who thinks that they can push us around and get away with it. We're here. Don't mess with the stud, Patera, or myself. Are you going to look like a fool referring to the chop job that they did on Andre? Next up, we have classy Freddie Blassie entering the scent, and he is apparently an older version of Bobby Heenan. You can picture that. He comes in with his flashy pinky drug dealer, 16 karat diamond rings, flashing and bashing, talking about managing the and nikolai volkov and we cut to a match to exhibit their awesome teamwork and strength and they go up against steve lombardi and mario Mencina. close enough yeah mario mancini mancini there we go and we know who wins this one. mario and Iron Sheik and Nikolai Volkov do win this one due to Mario being in two matches in the same night. Yeah, that was just messed up. Morocco and a tag match. Yes. And that, my friends, was episode 21 in a nutshell.
1: Which sets us up for this episode. Episode 22, February 15th, 1985. Was not on YouTube. <laughs>
0: Hi, I am Bosley, and I am here with Hulk Hogan. Hulk, thanks for being part of this promo for the new Tag Team Podcast Shop campaign. Sure, no problem. For each shirt or item sold, a portion goes to the Tag Team Podcast to help fund the web bandwidth cost. We have shirts starting at $24.49. Wow,
2: that's unbelievable. If you sold all those shirts, where's
0: my percentage? Hulk, you don't get a percentage. Some of the money goes to the Tag Team Podcast since they are their shirts those are my shirts i've got a right to sell them do you want to cash me outside how about that that's not what i want look man i made a mistake i apologize i was a real horse's ass that's what i thought to visit the tag team pod shop go to shop.spreadshirt.com slash the tag team pod shop all one word or click on the link in the description of this podcast or on the side of the web page do it brother I guess I blew that one. It's okay, Hulk. Our listening audience are used to it. That's for damn sure
1: recap in the 22nd episode of friday tuesday night titans february 15th 1985 and right out of the gate we got a flashy new on-screen graphic with red underline and logo looking all professional as we see vince mcmahon's name on the screen yes
2: i didn't know if they would have a new sponsor soon or not doing all those new flashy things apparently vince's tax
1: return came in mm, what if he's gonna pay them taxes of course not that's why i at the new graphic. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they break off with a clip from Madison Square Garden, which had Dick Clark, fake president President Jack Honey Hogan, Piper Wolf, also present, as Mister Captain Lou and Cindy Lauper get a presentation of his MS award trophy. I guess for being spokesperson for MS,
2: thanks for the amount of money that he raised, because him and Cindy together did close to two million, I believe. Is what he said on his splurge. Then that next year they were planning to get five to six million was their next goal, AKA his face turn.
1: Yeah, exactly. She comes into play in later episodes.
2: But who better to help somebody turn face? Yes, than Ms. Thank you. Well, I was going for the Roddy Piper.
1: Oh, yes, yeah, that too. Missed. I thought we were supporting Ms.
2: <laughs> oh, they have enough support.
1: <laughs> so noticeably, production-wise, quick tidbit: the bleedover is back yes
2: with a vengeance
1: yeah we saw it on the side there sorry it was a clip so yeah we'll forgive it this time can't possibly come back there was a lot going on in the ring and in that clip piper destruction basically during a presentation imagine that someone gets an award and someone damages it and does it right in front of them or on the person that's getting the award never see that in wrestling
2: Uh uh-uh never seen that before piper is the innovator Yes. And I like how Piper takes the award away from Lou and tries to act as if he took credit for doing the MS, and then he took credit for introducing Lou Albano to the MS charity, and then he does the honors with a golden record that Cindy was going to present him with.
1: Yes, and Hulk Hogan just magically disappeared during all this. I don't know what happened to him.
2: I think he saw Wendy Richter. What? Wendy's here. I'll be back, brother. But he didn't. <laughs> he didn't come back.
1: Maybe said, I'll be in the back,
2: brother. I don't know. Ah, uh, okay. So he was supporting in the back. Yeah. Making sure everything was ready. Yep. So,
1: first on set, this leads us to the Grandmaster himself, Piper, and his new bodyguard, Ace Cowboy Orton, Randy's dad. He explains why he has Orton on there, and he does this little nice tidbit, which I didn't know. That's what MTV stands for But he was nice enough to explain it to us MTV music to vomit by Music to vomit by That's what it stands for
2: Oh I had it all wrong Yes I did too But I did like the fact that he was able to cast Orton To help Bodyguard in a sense Because as volatile and as unpredictable Piper is A lot of people want to get cheap shots on him Instead of taking him face to face Which is one of the reasons he kicked Cindy Halfway across the ring
1: (laughs) Yeah Ace is there to defend Defend him and protect him from all the people that are looking for vengeance. He has no cast, by the way. Nope, no cast as of yet. But it's coming. Future. This rolls into Inception Clip Mania. Again, clips inside of clips. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hogan challenging Piper, and even though Piper's on the set after this challenge, Vince goes to a clip of Piper for a response. Because why do you want the live response when you can have one that was pre-taped? So they go to that clip, they use a rehash of Phantom of the Opera line to said about dick clark and cosmetics then after that we go to another clip of hulk hogan talking for hype for war to settle the score a little mtv follow-up production of the brawl to end it all and then we go to yet another clip of Bob Orton, this time he is explaining that Piper does what he wants, and Orton makes sure of it. Then we cut to a break. So many clips.
2: Yes, I would like to say that Hulk's interview, Piper quote quote, put in the boots to Cindy was quite laughable, considering she threw it herself <laughs> and crippling the wolf was even more funny. I had to rewind and watch it again to make sure I heard what I thought I heard, and sure enough, him just doing the Hulk. <laughs>
1: So they come back, and we get this great little tagline from... Roddy Piper. Do
0: you have any hair in your chest whatsoever?
1: Um, of course. <laughs> have you noticed Hulk Hogan don't got no hair on his chest? The ever-observant Rowdy Roddy Piper.
2: I guess I missed that one. I was more entertained of the, the stench in the room that toward the end that he had his guard dog go sniff out. Oh, yeah. That's coming up.
1: <laughs> Says the only one that does have
2: hair is
1: Lopper. <laughs> Then Piper says he smells something that stinks. He sends Ace to go track it down. But in the meantime, let's go to a uh, Jip. Who? Superfly Snooka. Teaming up with nephew the Tonga Kid. First Orton and Piper. With Gorilla monsoon and mean gene on commentary
2: did you take anything away from this chip i did the referee doesn't care and <laughs> do not allow both tonga and jimmy snook outside at the same time because all of a sudden they feed off each other get a huge adrenaline rush and start cleaning house i did catch that
1: i took away too much melee and then they have the ever classic part where Smoan's heads get hit together and they snap into focus and yeah like you said start cleaning house the the winner is double disqualification. No one wins.
2: Nobody wins with that. That's right. That's the lesson, boys and girls. I'll smack people's heads together. Especially Samoans. Especially Samoans, because nobody's going to win.
1: Nope. Back on set, Ace Bob Orton finds what the stink is and reports. Says it's Snooker, Captain Lou, with David Wolf backstage. This makes Piper leave, because Vince is trying to start a conflict. Good Piper. Yes, and Lord Alfred Hayes is thankful. No one got slapped. <laughs> That's right. Next up, Captain Lou comes out. Guess what he's going to talk about? I'm going to take MS for 100, John. Yes, MS and Cindy Lauper, because that's all that comes out of Captain Lou's mouth nowadays. Vince keeps up the theme going of the show and places another clip. This is the convinced clip version of before madison square gardens again with more comeback for war to settle the score hype to follow so once again we see captain lou get beat up and cindy Lauper get kicked and all that good stuff that we just saw just in case you guys forgot yeah next up on the soup soup super fly jimmy snooker I thought it was a tiger. Yeah, how'd you like that attire he was wearing? That was wonderful,
2: wasn't it? I wrote down, oh, it's a tiger. Oh, no, it's Superfly with his tiger <laughs> outfit and stylish flip-flops. Hey, he's not barefooted. Nope, he has flip-flops. You think Tiger
1: Chung Lee got mad at him for taking his gimmick?
2: I don't think so. I think Mr. Fuji cleaned his clock. <laughs> I think he's okay.
1: Definitely future considerations on the tiger suit for
2: the award show. <laughs> he is best dressed. <laughs> <laughs> better than last year i must say interview is a
1: little bit better too not much but a little bit
2: uh sure <laughs> But Vince does claim that it's a new Superfly, and we're going to cut to a tape just to prove his point.
1: Yes, our first real match. No gyps here. Superfly Jimmy Snuka versus the ever-popular Bobby Bass. And we got Jack Reynolds and Angelo Mosco working the commentary. Bass jumps Snuka, and Snuka being the superstar that he is, no-sells a bunch of the moves. Take that, Bass. And I got a reverse backbreaker, so I think this would be a stomach break. Breaker if I was Jesse Ventura, and Snooker gets
2: a splash for the win. One, two, three. Uh, those are exactly my notes, other than on Snooker's recovery. He proceeded to toss Bobby Bass around like a ragdoll, up one side of the ring, down the other. Then we threw him into the ropes. He did go for that reverse belly buster. You wanna call
1: it? Yeah, I don't know what you wanna call it, but a reverse backbreaker, they wanna call that, but yeah, it was, it was interesting, to say the least. And did you play along with me the at-home game of, since we got Jack and Angelo, we know we're in Canada, and that would be Find Hillbilly Jim?
2: Not in this matchup. Oh, man, you missed him then. He's better than where, where's Waldo. Yes. I do know he's coming along, but I didn't see him this go around. It
1: was front and center. Well, front and left of center and the front
2: row of the audience.
1: They didn't do any close-ups or anything. You had to look for Waldo there. I found old HBJ. I just wonder what kind of contract he has. Okay, we're gonna pay you to sit and watch wrestling. Every once in a while, you have to do something with Hulk Hogan and wrestle one match. It's a pretty sweet gig.
2: Oh, yeah, and you get to eat with this old woman that you don't know and these dogs you've never seen before. <laughs> Killer. All yeah, right. exactly. I'll take it. Next
1: up, we got David Wolf. Guess what he's going to hype up. Oh, I know what gets hyped. Or war to all the score talk. And more of the same MSG clip, because we've only seen it twice, so let's see it three times now.
2: Just to refresh. Though, he does cut to part where Piper slams him, and then Piper wisely gets out of there, because I think he thought he saw Hulk Hogan coming.
1: Yeah, got a little bit of a... Clips are for Mister Wolf. First one I got one that tells that he doesn't watch wrestling or knows a lot less about it than we do. For some guy that claims he's a big wrestling fan.
0: Yes, and Alfred, I must say, in everyone's defense, I mean, this was not a, a at all a wrestling match. This was an awards presentation. Yes, that's it was an awards
2: presentation, but it, it was in the
0: presence of volatile men. We know what Piper is prepared to do. We know
1: what he's capable. Of. I really didn't expect anything like that to happen in that in that capacity during an awards what do your dad yeah, never do either when i see an award ceremony in a wrestling ring nothing's gonna happen here
2: ladies and gentlemen what lord alfred hayes says what the f*** were you doing <laughs> all right you messed up big time huge no no okay well just take that and chew on it for a little while lord alfred hayes what were you thinking <laughs> yeah there's a problem <laughs> you reevaluate your life situations definitely
1: also during this interview we had the return of squeaky door squeaky door's back we're bringing two great industries together for a very positive reason and then sh- wiped out by Roddy Piper. For now. For now.
0: Well, this Monday night, I, it, you may have, uh. Yeah
1: love it love it and mr wolf predicts that hulk hogan will win monday night in
2: the war just settle the score i think that's the same as saying yeah well my big brother's gonna beat you up
1: yeah pretty much
2: that's what i got out of it
1: that was episode 22 of tuesday night titans
0: follow us on social media on facebook facebook.com forward slash the tag team podcast on twitter at tag team on Google Plus, Tag Team Podcast. Or email us at the tag team at gmail.com. Or on the tag line, leave us a voicemail. 6016544 Tag that's 6016544824.
1: So, comparing episode 22 to prior, did you notice anything besides the bleed over and redundancy of
2: clips? Those were the two main that I noticed right off. Oh, Hillbilly Jim. I did notice him a lot.
1: And the snazzy new on-screen graphics. Got the CNN graphics,
2: yes. Yes.
1: Technology. It's moving. Yep, getting fancy. Pretty soon we'll have other intro music or something. We'll never know. <laughs> we will never know. Let's do some history.
2: We begin classic historical figures you'll remember way more clearly than whatever you were taught in history class.
1: Breakdown of big events that shaped pop culture. 1985 is one of the most important years
2: it was Friday under the sign of Aquarius. The US president was Ronald Reagan, Republican. Famous people born this day. Sir Khan for those keeping track. He was a Turkish football goalkeeper who plays for the Turkish Supra League Club. That would be soccer for all you not following at home. Yes. Football. Dogger. As they say. Yeah. Uh, and that special week of February, U.S. people were listening to Careless Whisper by Wham! And in the U.K., you guys were listening to I Know Him So Well by Elaine Page and Barbara Dickinson. It was in the top five hits.
1: I don't think I remember that one. Careless Whisper, is that the one that got remade recently? I couldn't tell you. Oh, man. There was some alternative group that remade one of George Michael's songs. I think it was that one. Recently? Well, recently being within the last five years.
2: Famous person?
1: This is a famous Seether. Yep, yeah, it was Careless Whisper, 2007, so ah, okay. you say five years, it's really been 11. Yeah. That's fine. No, I haven't listened to Seether in a while, so.
2: not lot different than his
1: little jazzy tune that he did back then.
2: Ever since the other song that they did and Amy Lee went away, I decided to stop listening. <laughs> not a coincidence by any means. <laughs>
1: okay, so point for me for knowing that it was remade and that was the song, but.
2: I'll give you a point for that one because I can't pronounce half these history names right.
1: I will take that point. Okay. <laughs> Is there any movies for eighty five in February? Probably not. February is usually the worst time for movies.
2: Movies, The Life and Hard Times, Hattie on Went." Yes, yeah, sure. By Joan Rivers mm-hmm. is out. And on TV, people watching Bogart. I don't even remember that. So yeah. And if you like video games, you were probably playing Hangman
1: or Quake Minus One. Excellent. Sure. Well, on our next episode, we're gonna have Mr. Fuji and Jim Nyhart. Everyone's favorite heart and and father of Maddie, Natalia, thy heart. And keeping with the trend, Mike Rotundo. And Barry Wyndham, whose dad would be Blackjack Mulligan for Barry Wyndham. And Mike Rotundo, the father of Bray Wyatt. That is a twisted tree. Very much so, and I'm still not sure where Sister Abigail is in that tree. I think she's adopted. Just saying. Hard takes there. <laughs>
0: what do you want? You keep touching my leg!
1: With that we thank you for downloading remember to tell your friends tell your family tell your friends of your family tell your family friends to download download download
0: thank you for listening to the tag team podcast join jeff and john next week as they continue to break down wwf tuesday night titans hanging and begging for you, Hogan.